Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham. And today I have with me special guest, Jamie Hyde. He is a mindset coach, has his own Facebook network, is an all-around crazy cool guy. Um, You're going to love the value that he brings to this episode. It's going to be lights out. You're going to want to share this with your family and friends because, you know, on the 150K Podcast, That's what we bring you. We help take your dreams to six figures and beyond many, many different ways. So I'm super excited. Uh, Here we go. Let me know what you think. Jamie Hyde. Well, Jamie, thank you again for being on the podcast. I did the intro already, telling them how great and all you are. But for my listeners that don't know you as well as I do, give us a little bit of your background, what you do. I mean, I told me you're an awesome, crazy, good mindset coach and you did a lot of other stuff, but. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. So um, first of all, I'm, I was born and raised in Michigan, like like I believe you were, right? Yep. Yes, I was. I grew up there. Um, I have been in, uh, I migrated down to South Florida when I graduated high school, like a billion years ago. And a year ago, I moved back up a little bit north of there. I'm in the Fort Pierce Rio Beach area. And through a series of pivots and turns in my life, um, we have uh, my son and I are partners and we have a, a parent company called ABCS Promotions. And under ABCS Promotions, we have three or four uh uh, tranches of revenue, they call them, I guess, revenue streams, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so the main one is the uh, mindset and marketing consulting. Um, we also are resellers for an alarm camera company, um, and we're developing a subscription-based text messaging company, and my son is a uh, personal trainer. Nice. So that's a lot of fun stuff you got going on. Yeah, and and believe it or not, that sounds like a lot, but that's actually putting a cap on it because I used to have super bad, and I don't know if you can uh, relate to this, but I used to have really bad shiny object syndrome, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you a lot of your listeners can relate to that, and um, working with my therapist, I'm not ashamed to say, but working with a the therapist for three and a half years now, um, one day when we landed on these three or four things, he just said, can you promise me you'll cap it at that until mm-hmm. you're where you want to be, and then we'll go do other stuff. And so on my whiteboard to my right, which you can't see, is a list of other companies we'd like to open and own and do someday. But I made a promise, and that actually keeps me well-contained and keeps my ADHD somewhat under control by gotcha. only concentrating on those three or four things. No, no, that's good. I, I, I'm with you. I've tried a lot of different things back in the past, and I've gotten to the point where uh, I used to wear containers, but I keep it super tight and super there. So for my audience, say they're like you and me, you know, but they're at the dream stage. They haven't started their entrepreneurial journey much. They have an idea or whatever. What would you suggest to them? Like when they're starting out, how do you even go from, you know, an idea to starting to put it into concept? So I know this is like a super cliche question, but it's, it's super powerful. And, and everybody I've asked, it eventually leads to some kind of revelation. And, and the question I always ask people is the first thing is if you could do anything for the, uh, anything uh, every day for the rest of your life that you really enjoy, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Right. So one person that I worked with, uh, he said, well, I guess I would travel. So why aren't we building you a travel agency? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you get paid to travel or you get discounts right. at least and write about it and blog about it. And then, you get to go all these cool places for really free, right? Or, or for free or cheap or whatever, right? So take what you love. That's number one. If you don't know what you want to do. Um, if you do know what you want to do, 
Um, the first thing all my clients do is we do what's called, uh, I call it age 85 or an end of life vision, right? That's why the title of my stuff's vision quest, right? Yep. I have them break out. Like, what do you want life to look like at the end of your life? You know, I want to know where you want to live. You want to live in a house or a condo or an apartment. I don't care if it's a $50 hut or a $50 million mansion. It's totally your dream, right? Mm -hmm. Beach, lakefront, river, mountains, whatever. Then we break it down into detail. We create that, that painting, right? What color, what size, how many square feet, how many bedrooms, how many outbuildings. I have clients that want to live on 500 acres in a 4,500 square foot home. I have a client that wants to live in a condo in Belize on the ocean. Nice. Right? I don't really care. Whatever it is, it's yours. It's personal, right? Break it down into detail and then ask your significant other to do the same thing without your influence and then bring them together. Because, and the reason I'm saying this is because chasing money never lasts. Everybody Correct. wants to be a millionaire, but that's how you make millions and end up with a gun in your mouth because you were just chasing money and you found out that it's empty. Right. So what I suggest is you have your significant other, spouse, whatever, write down the same dream or their own dream and then compare them and then negotiate somewhere you can go together, uh, not to get real religious or biblical, but the yep. Bible says something about two or more come together, right? Mm -hmm. As for it, it shall be given. There's power in that, right? 100%. Yep. So now you got an idea where you're going. Now, everybody thinks they have to have a million dollars to buy a million dollar home. That's not true. You only got to have about 8,000 bucks a month to cover the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Right. But everything, oh, I got to have a million. No, you don't. No, you don't. Million two, 8,300 a month, no money down, 3.9%, 30 year mortgage, roughly. Don't quote me exact. I don't have it yep. in front of me, but there's a thing on Google called a mortgage calculator. You can figure it out real fast. Add a little for taxes, insurance, and electric. 10K a month, you're probably good right? What kind of car you want to drive? I want to drive a Range Rover, 1200 per month for that, right? I want to fly a little bit, another couple grand per month. I found most people could live all the dreams they ever wanted to live for about 20K per month. Yeah. And that's now, not hard to get. Like once you learn this game, making right. 20K, and I know I'm probably breaking some people's mindsets here. Making 20K is actually pretty easy. You just have to figure out your process. I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but yeah, I was just like, no, that no, that's it, right? 20K per month will get you where you want to go. So where are you at today? right? Most people halfway successful are in that six to 10 K a month range. Yep. So you're not that far out of it. You're yep. already halfway there. So now it's not end of life. Could you be there in 10 years, five years, three years, two years. And most of my clients are in their thirties or early forties at the latest. Right. I mean, I'm a little that, but, but most of them are right there. Like really now we're living that life at 35, 40, 45 and not 85, 90. Right. So now it's just how fast can we accelerate it? My roofing client that you and I were talking about right before we came on, when he came to work with me, uh, he was a million two last year, mm -hmm. 14 months in the business. And his goal was to be at 3 million in 10 years. And four weeks in, we've changed it to 10 million in two years. Good. Sale. Good. Yep. All right. Now we've just accelerated the process of how, and we laid out a plan to get there. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not that difficult, but you, it, it's, it's not, it, it's simple. It's never easy, but you got to have a process and you got to get out of the mindset of running in circles and chasing money. Right. And you just brought something else up. He had a goal, but then he got someone to help him and you were able to collapse time for him, which is something I always like to encourage people on my show to do. Find someone, whether it's a mentor, a coach, a group of people that you can connect with that can, you know, make you level up. How important have you found coaches and mentors to be in your business moving forward? But yeah, you, you know me a little bit. You already know that's super important to me, right? Yep. Um, I, I, when I started this last journey of unemployment, I like to call it, 
um, you know, um, I left car sales after three years to become an auto broker. And I left October, November, uh, I'm sorry, October 31st, 2014 was my last day in car sales. Mm-hmm. The last time I had a job. And um, that December, I met somebody who was a coach, had brought me into a group. Um, it was okay. Then I found somebody else I worked, I liked a little bit better, bounced over there for a minute, liked them until I didn't like them, went mm-hmm. back to her again, stayed with her for a while, coaching and in that group. Um, and then had some things in my personal life twist and turn and ended up getting out of it all together. Uh, went into therapy weekly uh, with somebody we found through our church. And then that was say February of 2018. And then um, I found, as you know, Apex, yep. that, that's the end of that summer. And that's been uh, life changing for me. Um, finally found my tribe, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. you got to try two, three, four, five, ten groups. You got to find the people that you jive with that works for you. Yep. Right. Yep. And and Apex just aligns with me and the kind of person I am. I'm uh, I like to work hard. I'm a bit of a dreamer. Um, I have a lot of faults. Um, I like to do what's right. I like to treat people the right way. And I'm definitely don't have a problem. Thank God with alcohol or drugs. I've had other issues, but that those two weren't it. So I don't mind kicking back and having a beer at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I found, cause like, I'm not technically in apex, but I have a lot of friends that are in apex and I have friends that are in Aria and there's other ones. And I'm actually in a mastermind group with a guy named George Bryant that I know that's working for me right now. Um, but I found when you get around people that are leveling up and moving up and aren't, for lack of better words, crabbing you back, they are pushing you forward. So when you come to them and say, hey, Jamie, I just had this happen, you would get that encouragement and all, which I think is huge, especially because when you start to make that move up, the people around you that were with you before don't always have the same dreams or anything like that, whereas the people in these groups do. So it's kind of that brotherhood. And yeah, I'm with you. I'll kick back and have a beer with someone every once in a while and we can talk about anything on my program. Like when Pedro was on, he's an apex. We ended up talking about faith and God and just a bunch of stuff. Like um, I, I just, I, I do like most of the people I met in that group. Um, I did want to go back to this because you mentioned this and I loved it. And I didn't mention before you said, when you build your life by design and dream, you need to talk to your spouse about it as well and have them do it. How important is it to you to have the right person in your life? Cause I know for me, I've been married 20 years and if I didn't have the wife I have, I would not be where I am right now. I wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for my wife. I would have taken myself out a long time ago. I was just, I was so lost and so miserable. And her going back to church three years prior and then me finding the right coach, the one coach, the second coach that I flopped to and then flopped back out of, the best, he told me to go back to church with my wife. That was the best thing he did for me. Um, and Pedro and I are boys. He's one of my closest friends, especially in Apex. And I love that dude to death. Um, so, um, yeah. And getting my wife on board because because I'm a dreamer and I'm an entrepreneur. My dad was an entrepreneur. My son is an entrepreneur. Like I'm an entrepreneur at heart. My wife likes her paycheck. She likes mm-hmm. her five paid vacations. She <laughs> likes to know she's got she's got health benefits. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's been a long journey. I mean. I was a police officer when we met and got married. I was a police officer for 12 years. I don't, not sure. I think you might know that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the funny thing is, is my wife and I got together because I was asking her to do a meeting for Amway way back a million years ago, almost 30 years ago now. 
And so during one of our uh, healthier discussions about success or lack of it at the time, uh, she said, you know, I married a police officer, not an entrepreneur. You know, when that money pressure's on, you have those discussions. And I said, well, the fact that I was recruiting you to Amway should have been a clue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <when we> got- <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's hard, right? Because I hear that a lot from people like one spouse, like social security and a job. And, you know, why can't you just be normal and just go get a job and be happy with your paid vacation? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I wish I could, but I can't. Yeah. They're like, there's inside of me. So. Wait, but you're not built that way. What I found, and I'm kind of in that transition stage. So I still do work for a multi-billion dollar company doing sales, but I started my business less than in May this year. So like, I'm still at that beginning stage transitioning. But what I found with my wife, and you can probably attest to this, when you started showing her consistency and bringing in the paychecks and being able to take her on the trips and do the things and she could trust you, that was it. And I almost think it's good because I'm a dreamer too, man. Like I'm like, oh, let's just go do this. And so having someone that's practical and that balances me helps me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't be practical. Never have. Um, she can't make me practical. That's a lost cause. <laughs> but help was helped me. She finally gave in and she just said, look, and then I'll be very forthcoming. Um, my chiropractor is a good friend. And I ran around for a long time saying, if I don't make it, I could always go back and sell cars, which was my last job. Um, I could always go sell cars. I could always sell cars. And finally, one day, my chiropractor said, as long as you keep saying that, you're never going to make it. Yep. You've got to go all in. And, and I'm like, okay, cool. So thank you for that advice. And I took that to her. And then the very next, and this was very hard because under my, under um, my breath and then in my head, I was hoping it didn't go that way. And it didn't, thank God. But we were having another one of those discussions. There's been many of them about the lack of money coming in the house on my end and trying to figure this out and not giving up and whatever. And finally, you know, it came up one more time. And I just said to her, I said, look, now we're probably married 21 years at this point. So it's probably like five years ago. I said, um, five and a half years ago, I just said, look, I can't quit. I don't know why I have this calling. I can't even tell you what the calling is, but I have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not going to quit. And if you can't live with that, I'm going to miss you. You know, I'm just all in. And and I'm sorry. And, and then the response was, well, you're putting that dream in front of our marriage. I'm like, what do you want me to do? It's who I am. It's how I'm built. So if that means you got to go, I understand. I'm not going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do. I love you. I hope it doesn't work out that way. And if I got to go live under a bridge, I'll go live under a bridge. I guess. I don't know, but I can't quit. <laughs> and, and I think it was then. It wasn't necessarily the success she saw then because she didn't. But it was the commitment, she said. She, she's just like, okay, whatever. Like, you're not going to quit. So <laughs> I might as well get behind you. Yeah. And, and now this conversation is <laughs> different. Hey, honey, I need to go invest in this. And the response was when I leveled up in Apex, I committed to that. That was, that was a big commitment, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm paying. I was in Apex for life. I didn't have to pay nothing. And I committed to go to the next level. And now I'm making another payment. And, yep. and, and this time it was do what you got to do to get successful. It's a whole different conversation now. Mm-hmm. And boom, yeah. I invested that. And I made 30,000 bucks over the summer because I made that investment you know, right. Well, and it it does help you. Like, again, I understand that whole concept and process because I know I always hear this. You're the five people you hang around with and people think, well, I don't have anyone to hang around with. It's not the five people that maybe you work with or live with. It's the five people that you connect and learn and grow from, you know, and level up with. And I think that's the part that I like about social media that a lot of people, you know, mess up with. So you're friends with Jeff Ducharme, right? Not sure. 
Okay. The so Jeff, name does not jump out. Sorry. So Jeff Ducharme owns a couple of private jets. Okay. Jeff Ducharme goes in and posts about how he uses his private jets to make money. Okay. I am not on that level. I am not ready to buy a private jet. Yep. But I shop private jets because mm -hmm. I know one day I will be. And I'm looking at it. How can I make money? Yep. My friend, my friends that aren't into this stuff, they think that's crazy. I think that's normal. Right. Like, I think that's normal. Like I'll go look at nice houses, super nice houses. And now actually my dream thing might be Montana because I've been up there a few times and it's beautiful and having a cabin. But before I used to look at, you know, 500,000, a million, five, two million dollar houses just because I thought it was cool, you know, and I think now I only see it as 8,300 a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, but see, but people don't ever break that down because if I say it's a million, it looks like this big, scary number. If it's 8,300 a month, I could, if I wanted to, even in the sales job I'm doing, I could bust my butt and make that work, let alone with the business and helping people and doing what needs to be done. And, and that's another thing I like about you, because when I met you, um, that's what came across. So I just wanted to commend you. You always come across with a heart-centered, I'm going to help people first attitude. And I think that's one of the biggest things with your success. I mean, you're smart, you're brilliant, you got your stuff together, but I just wanted to commend you on that because I read people for a living, not like spooky read, but like doing sales, you read people. That's your job. Um, Thank you. So I just wanted to commend you on that. So once they get their dream going and they get their network around them, what other steps do new salespeople or entrepreneurs need to do to move that down the line more? So something I lacked for a very, very long time is the consistency and the discipline. And especially if you do fight with ADHD or shiny object syndrome or ADD or whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things. Number one, you got to have a plan. And once you work the plan, you will be successful as long as you never quit, even if it's a crappy plan. Yep. You, you will. I mean, I chase, I left the sheriff's office in 2001 to chase this dream. And I am nowhere near 20 years later, I am nowhere near where I want to be, but I see it now. Like I'm so close. It's not even funny. And then even then it's not good enough. Cause all I did was I've already upped the goals. I haven't even come close to the first couple of goals and now I've upped them and I've upped them and I've upped them. And I mean, I used to want to make 400,000 a year mm -hmm. Then I wanted to make 400,000 a month. Then I wanted to make a couple million a month. Then my goal was three to 5 million a month. And right now I can tell you it's 8.33 million a month. That's my goal. hundred million a year is my goal. And I love that you have the number down because that's the nerky I think people miss having exactly what you want set up so that when you get there, you know what you're getting. And it has shit little to do with the amount of money. That's just the goal. Yep. It has to do with the fact that my wife got me turned on to wanting to buy hospitals to home house, home, house, homeless people. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the goal. That's what we want to do. We want to buy hospitals that are the funk going out and turn them into mini apartments for homeless families. That's our awesome, thing. dude. And that That's has awesome. nothing to do with the amount of money. Like I can tell you, like one of the requirements to go to the next level apex I want to go is you got to make 250,000 personal income. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, I can't justify that because I don't need 250,000. Like <laughs> I'd rather just leave that in the business. So it's never going to show us <laughs> personal income. Right. Right. The business is going to surpass is far mm -hmm. surpass that. I don't want I don't need to make it. I don't need that to live right now where I'm at. Right. Yep. I don't want it. Like, I don't want 
my wife wants the million dollar home. I don't, I don't give a shit. Like whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, the freedom. And I just want to turn around and give it away and, and just keep helping people. That's, that's my standard, but it, it's also about setting up my, my son and his children and his mm-hmm. children, their children, their grandchildren. And the, you know, it's the next four or five generations that I want to impact of course, but yeah. um, yeah, it's just staying consistent, having a plan, not beating yourself up when you fail. Um, nobody knows what that 1% every day means, but that 1% improvement, which everybody thinks is 365%, but they neglect to leave out the compounding interest. It's more like 500%, right? right? Yeah. So everybody says, if you improve 1% a day, you improve 365. No, you improved 500 because yeah. it compounds, right? And um, you improve even more because a lot of people aren't doing that. So even if you improved a half a percent, you're still doing better than anyone that's doing nothing. It's just doing one more thing. And then when you fail, you don't beat yourself up. If you oversleep, you overslept. So what? Your body needed the rest. It took it. <laughs> yep. I oversleep. Uh, I'm not a 5 a.m. guy anyways, because I don't got to be. I don't got to be. I, I, I don't. My son is 24. He don't live with me. My wife, um, the way it's set up right now is that she lives 90 minutes away four days a week because she's not quite ready to retire. She chooses not to yet. She could. Mm-hmm. She don't want to um yeah so um you know i take care of my mom she's disabled so i live with my mom and i take care of my mom because that was the most convenient thing because my stepfather died in this house so Mm -hmm. we decided as a family we'd set it up so she could live out her last days in this house yep um you know we don't have to we just that's the way we set it up and um i don't have somebody i don't have little children to be home for dinner for so it doesn't matter if i work at 10 (laughs) o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning so I choose not, I do have an alarm set, but I don't get up to it half the time. I mean, mm-hmm. if I need to, I do. Some days I wake up at 5.30, some days I wake up at 8.30. Well, and it's finding the life by design for you. So like, I am not a 5 a.m. guy either. I did it one day this week because I woke up and couldn't go back to sleep. But that is the only reason I got up at five. I just structure my day. Like, I think that's the thing for any entrepreneur out there. Just like you said, you make it work around your schedule, what you need to get done. As long as you're moving forward and doing your stuff, that's it. Just don't quit. Um, and I love the other thing you mentioned too, because you're right. Once you get to a certain amount of money and you've seen me cause we're Facebook friends and stuff. I've traveled a bunch this year. I've done a bunch of stuff, but you can only spend so much money on stuff and experiences. Um, you know, really we get blessed to be a blessing in a lot of ways. That's kind of why you want to prosper like you with the homeless hospital thing. I don't know how you want to term it, but that whole idea and concept you know, you'll probably have to be in that level of apex to get there because you're going to need those connections to get to, well, when is this hospital going away? Or, hey, maybe we can all partner here together. And it's not that you would need the 250 income. You would just need to maneuver it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, 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 I mean, we got a plan though. We want to, you know, we want to put a gym in there and we want to bring in career counselors and, and beauticians. And because if you look, Good, good, you feel good, right? Yep. So we want to make sure the women have an opportunity to get their hair done and their nails done and the men are groomed and give them career and, and, and therapy <laughs> for whatever, if they're having issues and just whatever. I mean, that's just what God has put on our hearts to do someday. And we're not doing it nearly enough yet, but that's where we want to get to uh, as, we, as we can go while we grow. You can do everything. There, this is not an if or world, it's an and world. Yep. You can have the nice house and drive the nice cars and help charity. You can, mm-hmm. you know, um, new cars and exotic cars are not my thing, but Ryan Stuman taught us as a group how buying an exotic car can help you increase your business. Yeah. 
because it would draw people that will want to buy into it. Because some people, it's just as simple. I'm the same way. I could care less about a car. My wife actually is into cars more than I am. Now, you talk to me about you can you can join the McLaren Club where there's a whole lot of other wealthy people you can do business with. Yeah, yeah. I did joke with her. I told her if I ever got a car, an expensive car, I want a Bugatti. I don't know why. That's just the one that like pops in my head. But like I would have it and I'm like, okay, cool. This is fun. Who wants it? Because like I'm I'm not a car guy at all. But trips and doing like events and stuff, I'm all for that. I think it's just finding, you know, what works good for you there. But I do love bikes. So. Yep. I do love that whole heart-centered uh, business aspect of it. We're not done yet, but I always like to do this in the middle. Tell people where they can reach you and find you like on social media or your business and stuff. So it's the real Jamie Hyde. Everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, or Vision Quest for Success. But the real Jamie Hyde with the J-A-M-I-E and then H-Y-D-E, just like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, the real Jamie Hyde will get you on Facebook, Instagram. I think I had to leave the E off for Twitter or something, but it's, I don't do much on Twitter anyways. I just follow some people there, but mostly Facebook, Instagram, Vision Quest for Success, the real Jamie Hyde.com. Um, I'm not, I'm not hard to find. Everything is completely open to the public. I don't have any lockdown, nothing. I live my life fully transparent in the open, in the light. Um, I'm real easy to find. So. Gotcha. No, that's awesome, my friend. So let's talk a little bit about this. How much do you feel your, because you said you're really good friends with Pedro, and I know his answer because we just had a podcast recently. Go back and listen to it. It was great. Um, how much does faith play into what you do? It's everything for me. A hundred percent. I was living a life that I shouldn't have been living for a long time. Um, I just was not being who I was supposed to be, um, living in, in the dark and hiding things and whatever. And, um, my wife had gone back, gone back to church full time. And, uh, let's see, shit, probably 2012 or so. And I wouldn't go back. Um, I had gotten mad at God for some things that we went through with our son and I walked away. I wasn't an atheist, but I was definitely agnostic maybe borderline atheist. And um, she'd gone back and, and I made fun of her for going back. I mean, just not my best moments as a man, as a husband. Um, it was really bad. And then um, I hired this coach and um, he was super, uh, super Christian, conservative Christian. And we're at dinner and, um, and uh, across the table, there was a long table. There was like 40 of us at dinner kind of thing and and he's kind of angled to me and then my wife's to my left it's the first time my wife ever met him i'd been coaching with him like a month mm-hmm. and uh he said what do you it was saturday night he said what are you doing tomorrow and my my mother-in-law was still with us she was in a nursing home and my wife said who i didn't answer my wife said who me she said well i i volunteer with children at, at the 9 30 service i go to the 11 a.m and then i spend the afternoon with my mom who's in a nursing home and jamie he's on his own and he said to me what about you you going to church tomorrow and I just looked at him and we like had this long stare down. I didn't say nothing. And then he said, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you want God to show up for you in your life and your business? I said, of course. He said, well, then you need to start showing up for God. Take your wife to church, would you? And it was like this moment. And I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. So we're walking out of the restaurant. We're holding hands. And my wife said, stop. She goes, are you really going to church with me tomorrow? And I said, I'll go. She mm-hmm. said, no, wait a minute. She said, I've been asking you for three years. 
We yep. go to dinner with this guy one time. He tells you go to church. You're going, what's up with that? And I said, well, I paid him $2,500 to tell me to go to church. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're an effing smart ass. And I said, we know this. So I went and I hated it. There wasn't mm-hmm. some rafters opened and the light came. To- no, I hated it. I'm sitting there, my arms crossed. I'm scowling. I'm mad. I don't want to be there. But I'm back a couple of weeks and they funnel south the back because they're repaving the parking lot or something. And the pastor stopped me and he puts his hand on my shoulder and he said, you need to stop living your past, start living your future. And I always wear my sunglasses up here and I had to flip them down because I just shed tears. Just mm-hmm. And then from then on Sundays, I'm sitting there, sitting there, sitting there and I'm crying. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying, but I'm crying. My wife's like, you all right? I'm like, I, I, you beat me. I, I don't know. Then it's mm-hmm. like a Wednesday night, we're watching TV and I'm crying. And she's like, what's the matter? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just crying. But but God was working inside of me. He was healing me. Mm-hmm. And then um, back in church, that was summer 2015. I got I got baptized 20, Easter 2016. Um, but I was still kind of living like this life I shouldn't have been living. I had some confessions to make. I had to get some therapy to get some help. Mm-hmm. And, and I did that in 2018. And that was kind of my born again moment, so to speak. I really kind of fessed up. I didn't want to be that person no more. My wife helped me get help through that. And, um, and it's everything like, like through the hardest of times, if I wasn't back in church, I mean, I, I would be dead. I would have committed suicide a long time ago. I was so miserable as a human being. I couldn't see anything. I my head was spinning in circles and man, it's just little things. It isn't instantaneous. It's like, it's kind of like when you go back to church and you finally accept God and you're, and for me, this was my experience. I'm not speaking for anybody else. It wasn't like instantaneous. Everything's better. It's kind of like, okay, we'll see how bad you want it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. then shit really got tough for a few minutes, right? Yep. And by a few minutes, I mean a few years. Because that was 2015 and this is 2021. And we're just now starting to see the light and it's not a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not a train this time. And and it got really hard. And, and I've had friends that said, oh, life's better than when I was a holy roller. And when I went to church life sucked. And now I don't go to church. and I don't believe anymore. Life is so much better. I was like, no, you didn't stick out the tough times. Yeah. God, God, people blame the devil. I say it's God. God was testing you. God wanted to know how bad did you want it? And you gave up and you gave up. So I'm not giving up and we're in it. And, um, man, he just keeps showing me, man, in little ways, I get the same messages and I get them in different ways. Like just, just crazy shit, just crazy <laughs> stuff that comes just how it comes and shows up and it's not like um ryan stewman suggested we read this book called 100 million dollar offers by alex hormozzi have you read it yet not yet but i will put it out i'll, I'll check it, it out blow your mind blow your mind so here's a crazy thing i don't do kindle audible i have too much adhd i can't pay attention but mm-hmm. we went on a three vacation so we bought it so we could listen to books while we we're driving we did a three-week road trip this year nice in July, right so we bought it so we could listen to audible books while we we're driving well i never canceled it so I go to click to buy the book and it pops up. You have two audible credits instantaneously. I go, I should grab that book on audible, which is something I never do. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed the book on audible. Then I click Kindle and it says the book's 99 cents. Well, for 99 cents, how can I not buy it on Kindle too? Right. Yep. I get it. When you read that book after the forward, the first thing he says is, you should buy this book both on Kindle and by Audible and let me read it to you because you absorb it two different ways. This yep. is something I have never done. And now I open the book and he tells me this is what I should have done. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. That- How is that not God? 
How is that not God telling me that I need to be in this book? We went through that book three times in a week. Mm -hmm. We watched Undercover Billionaire. And we watched what Cardone did with that business. Yep. And we took those two ideas and we created what I was telling you about a complete done for you that we're getting ready to launch in the next two weeks. That's mm -hmm. going to take us to a whole nother hemisphere in success and lives. We're going to change with it because I picked up a book that is just pure God aligning things for us and doing stuff, not being afraid to do the hard stuff that other people are afraid to, because you know, people I've talked to said, you can't do for done for you. That's too hard. Yeah. It's freaking hard, but, but that's why you get paid to do <laughs> because it's, it's hard. It's I mean, it's going to pay very, very well. Yes. And, and, and the, and the system we're creating out of it is super crazy. So, mm -hmm. and I've already got three people interested and I haven't built it. Just mentioned it. Yeah. Let us know when you get it together. We want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. And, and, and again, I agree with you on that. The whole God aspect of I've noticed with my life and I've gone through that too. I've gone through where I was like super into church and then where I've gone through the times where I'm not and where, you know, I've gotten mad at God before too. And I think everyone goes through that at times. And then you have to come to that epiphany of, am I going to follow or am I going to just keep doing my own thing? And it's really that simple. Um, no, I commend you for that, my friend. So last question for you or idea what other information have we not talked about that you want to impart to my listeners? Most of them are either sales professionals or just now starting entrepreneurs. Any other words of advice, wisdom, funny stories, whatever you want to want to say. Yeah, get get somebody, get somebody that believes in you. Get somebody that's that you ride or die you know, obviously a spouse, a significant other is tough. And, and if you don't have one, then write down the qualities you want in one and carry that with you till you meet that, till the universe sends you that right person. That's first step. You can't do this alone. Nobody can do it alone. Right. Get in a group that you jive with, that's your energy, that matches your energy, that will pick you up. People think that it's not fair. You have to quote unquote, they, they call it buying their way to success. You have to pay to get in groups. You do have to pay. Yeah, figure, it makes sense. Figure it out. Figure it out. I don't care what you got to do. Figure it out. People think they have this magical thinking that someone's going to ring the doorbell and say, let me come make you a millionaire. And life isn't fair if it's any other way. Well, too bad. It is. Yeah. You got to pay to get in these groups. Well, it's easy for you to say you have the money. Fuck no, we didn't have the money. Excuse my language. <laughs> you we didn't. Many times we didn't have the money. Mm -hmm. Many times we were like making hard choices. But it's like when I went to my wife, I said, I have to go to Apex too. It's 10 grand a year. Mm -hmm. You know, we, you know, when I decided to do that was when we were okay the rest of the year financially, we didn't have to stress anymore. Yep. By doing that now made more stress. Mm -hmm. And her first reaction was, we just got to the point where we don't have to stress anymore. But then her second response was do what you got to do to keep growing, which is why she's a, that that's why you mentioned the ride or die for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Then she's like, okay, yeah, that's what you got to do. Go do it. I'm fine. You know? And it wasn't one of those. I got to check my wife's I already went to my wife, my wife. I already went to my wife said, honey, this is what I think I need to do. Are you okay with it? She's like, mm -hmm. do it, go. I mean, it wasn't a permission thing. It was like, it's yeah, a respect I'm thing. On, yep. I'm on team Jamie. Let's roll. Right. Let's get it going, man. I do this thing. Here's another part of it. And I don't mean to keep going on too far. And I know you got to get to know what I mean, but real quick, I post a meme every morning. Yeah. Have you noticed that lately? I've been doing it for mm -hmm. about a month. Every yep. morning I post a meme, eight, 9 a.m. I post a meme. 
inspirational, funny, makes you think. Those come from my wife. Oh, nice. I don't do those. My wife does them. She sent every day. She sends me a text message with about three or four different memes. She's on social media. She's scrolling like everybody else. She yep. sees stuff that inspires or motivates or makes her laugh. And she sends them to me. And all I got to do every morning is scroll back through our text messages and pick one of those memes. I feel hit saved to Verizon media and then upload it to my Facebook. That's the extent of it. I don't got to go create my own content. My wife finds it for me because she wants to see us be successful and she supports me. Why not get your significant other, your children doing that for you? Get it, that's make good. it a team effort, right? Make it a team. Mm -hmm. effort. So that's number one, get yourself a ride or die one way or another, sell them or get them convinced on the stream that you're chasing get them on your team, join a group, create something that you want to do every day for the rest of your life, make it fun, make it around, and then be open to the twist and the pivots that come along that we started consulting. I seen my clients were still overwhelmed with what I was teaching them to do, even though they knew it was going to make them successful. So now we're going to keep consulting, but we're going to add another layer of, okay, you don't want to do it. We'll do it, I'll for, do it you. for you. Yep. Yep. We'll do it for you. Right. And, and I just saw the opportunity. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Right. And then just be sure to yourself and create your life for how you want to live. There's no one thing that works for everybody. Whatever works for you. If you're a 5 a.m. person, be a 5 a.m. person. But if you don't want to get, you know, Jeff Bezos, I think it is. Was it Bezos that doesn't go in the office and say before 10 or 11 because he gets up and he patter, pitters around the house and thinks? There's Might be him. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, like there's a lot to that. Like, you know, my clients can get me before 11 a.m., but nobody else can. Mm -hmm. and they know I don't like it. <laughs> Some of them do. They, they set an appointment to meet me at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m., and they get me in a ball cap and fresh out of bed, and they're mm -hmm. like, I'm like this, you know, and they're like, hey, man, I'm sorry. It was the only time I could do it this week. I'm like, cool, whatever. You paid me. I make yep. it, make myself accessible, right? Mm -hmm. But nobody else can hit me. If you anybody want, let me throw this out since you asked. Zoom with MrClarity.com. You can schedule a 30 or 60-minute Zoom call with me. Anybody that wants that zoom with mrclarity.com. That's my zoom. That's my zoom to the public. Right. But awesome. you can't get me on Mondays and you can't get me before 11 a.m. So. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you again for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, and then you just gave them that. And then they can also find you at the real Jamie Hyde on pretty much every social platform. Is that correct? That's it. Cool. Thank you everyone again for listening to the 150K podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham. Again, where we take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Take this episode, share it with a friend, someone that you know can be impacted from it. Jimmy brought up a ton of great value for us. And again, until we speak next time, keep rocking it.